Welcome to Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 68. So the other day I was thinking about hormones and I was actually talking to my oldest daughter and something occurred in my head because I hadn't really realized what I had done or I have been doing raising my kiddos. So I don't know about you, but I'm 42, almost 43, and hormones have always had a bad rap, especially in females, or uh, it could be just maybe where I grew up or whatever, but I, I just know that if you were considered hormonal or if you were PMSing or anytime you used the word hormones, it had a bad connotation. And I, my oldest daughter, I remember when that started coming up for her and she would hear me say things about hormones and she would like, oh, not hormones again. And she would get, you know, a little bit turned off by talking about hormones. And I could see that society was giving her this bad connotation, this bad idea about hormones. And it was since then, so it's been a few years, but I decided that I was going to make sure and teach my kids that hormones are not a bad thing actually they're natural and if we understand them then they're not quite so scary and it's not so awful or maybe so confusing and so that's where I'm at with you today is if you're dealing with physical symptoms and or emotional symptoms mental symptoms and you're having the belief that it's your hormones and that hormones are bad this could be very detrimental to your healing and to be able for your body to be able to bring balance to your hormones. So first thing I want you to do is think about like what was the thoughts and con, um, conversation and talk around hormones when you were younger. Was it bad? Was maybe some maybe you did have a good example. Maybe it wasn't so bad. And you've probably heard me say before in other episodes is. In my house with four sisters and my mom, my mom would put on the calendar, like on the family calendar that was hanging on the fridge, she would put the girl's name, either it was myself or one of my sisters, and the week that we were going to be on our period or that we should be on our period. And she would, like for me, she would write Earthquake Dana. And that was so that my dad knew how to like behave towards us or to avoid us or whatever. And I remember seeing my name on there thinking like, oh my gosh, like something must be wrong with me. My name, like I caused that much havoc or I'm that big of a problem that week of the month. And I I don't remember thinking anything more than just like crap, hormones suck then if that's what happens for one week out of the month. And I remember kind of like calculating even like on a year, I was trying to figure out how many weeks of the year total, like the ratio percentage it was that I was going to be feeling bad. And I just assumed I was going to feel bad for a week of the month every year. I mean, you know, for the rest of my life. And then not really understanding menopause, not understanding actually what was happening in my body just made me think that any hormonal stuff that was happening was super bad and I couldn't wrap my brain around how to handle it what was even I didn't even know what was going on and so some of you most of you are probably in that same story kind of along that lines and so 
when I'm working with clients and I want them to understand what's actually happening with their hormones, like two weeks out of the month, this is happening, right? So this, and, and I'm going to just kind of go through that. So if we started where your period ends, let's say you period, your period just end, ended, your body's no longer having to deal with all of that. Well, your estrogen levels start to increase slowly until you get to the week of ovulation. And when you're at ovulation, that's when your week, the week should be one of your best weeks of the month. So you should have more desire to exercise, more desire to be around other people. You're probably wanting more um, intimacy. You're probably not wanting to eat quite as much. You're feeling thinner. That's all because of higher levels of estrogen. So for those of you that are suffering from a week of ovulation that's bad, that has lots of pains and discomforts, kind of like you're going to start your period, obviously this is not happening for you. Your estrogen levels are not increasing during that week. And so that's something that with clients, I totally, we totally um, go into that and figure out why that's happening. What, what defense mechanisms are going into place when your body does that? So naturally, though, your estrogen levels are supposed to rise during that week of ovulation. Then as you get closer to your body going into to going to um, your period, your estrogen levels can start to decrease as your progesterone levels start to shoot up a little bit to be able to prepare your uterus in case you are pregnant. And so, and, and obviously the hormones fluctuate throughout the day also, which most of us know that, but what's really happening is they're not really that complicated. So if you understand my week of ovulation is probably when I'm gonna feel the best, doesn't mean I can't feel good the rest of the month. It just means if I'm not feeling good the rest of the month, then there are some other underlying issues that are causing me to have the lower levels of estrogen throughout the rest of the month. So it's kind of crazy now because I think about it and a lot of times I don't even now know I'm going to start my period. It just creeps up or my watch will tell me or the app thing on my phone will be like, You're, you should be starting your period in a few days. Whereas before it was like the whole week before I was sick, I felt like I was getting the flu, I was cramping, I mean, my knees hurt, my hips hurt, everything hurt. And so there was, I knew for sure I was going to be starting my period and I knew that my estrogen levels, I mean, now I look back when my estrogen levels were just already low. And so when they, you have really bad PMS and they start to decrease anyways, then they're going to decrease even more from their place where they're at. You end up with way more symptoms and way more problems. And so that being said, that's kind of what's happening over the month with your estrogen levels. It's a totally general, um, you know, specific to people. Everybody is a little bit different, but that's kind of what should be happening naturally. And so what I really want to change is people's view of estrogen. So when I, or actually hormones in general, when I work with people, and they can see what traumas are causing their lower levels of estrogen, or they're seeing what emotions are causing their body to hold on to estrogen and store it as fat in the cells and all of that. When they start to see that, I want them to really be able to change their perspective of hormones. Not that hormones are bad, not that, oh, now it's a hormonal issue, but that that's actually a really good thing because it, 
to me, and that's what I'm trying to convince women of, is that it's great if it's your hormones. Because if it's your hormones, you have total control over them. You can fluctuate. You can help stop the decrease of estrogen. You can help stop the increase of cortisol. You can, you know, really with the strategies and stuff that are all natural, you can watch what's happening and be able to come in and stop something negative from happening you're give you have if you have the tools and so but the first concept i really need want you to understand is that you've got to change your perspective of of uh, hormones they can't be bad they can't you can because you can't understand something if it's like an awful taboo thing if if you're ready for healing you've got to be able to understand okay i want to know what my what, what's happening i want to know what i do that causes my estrogen levels to drop or f- for my cortisol levels to shoot up out the roof like i want to know for me exactly what's happening and to get to that place you can't think hormones are bad you can't think that they're awful you have to be ready to look at it differently. And as soon as you start to do that, your body loosens the grip of these belief systems that we have around hormones. And a lot of what that comes back down to is, I mean, I didn't want to be a girl because my love of hormones. Like there was never anybody, any of my brother's names written on the calendar about, you know, their bad hormone week or whatever. I, I was kind of, shameful of being a female and I saw that for years and years and so it's it's something that it was like I was just denying who I actually really was and what my body was actually doing and I could never actually understand it until I decided I wanted to change it I wanted to understand it so that's where I'm coming from today is what are your beliefs about hormones what what is it that you're feeding yourself and a lot of times People don't want to admit that their hormones are the issue because it sounds so bad. It's like like you've got this major problem if you've got a hormonal issue. I really actually remember even for myself, and I've seen it with clients, like they would rather have like a serious diagnosis than to admit that the issue that they're dealing with is their hormones. Like it's that bad of a of a um, stigma that we have. And I mean, now when I think about it, it's it's crazy, but I know what it's like to be in that place where you just tell me what's wrong with me. And no, I don't want it to be my hormones or just what can you do? Like there's gotta be something seriously wrong with me. And when, when that is the case that uh, your body just can't chill out, that alone will raise your cortisol levels. So see if you can just look at your, for yourself, like what are your thoughts around hormones? have you how were you raised what were you thinking about hormones how have you always viewed your body and what's going on does it have a bad connotation and can you start to just kind of look at a different if it is my hormones that's cool because i can fix it there's easier strategies than if it was something majorly wrong with me so really dig deep in that one and see what's what comes up for you and see if you can reframe that for yourself and for the females in your life if we can change the way that um, we accept ourselves and our bodies as females it's going to carry over into so many health issues health related topics it's going to like just even we could change a lot of views of females if we could change the view of our hormones and the negativity that's around that 
So if you would like help with this, with your estrogen, I've created a three-month one-on-one coaching program. It's called Take Control of Your Estrogen in 90 Days. And there's a free consultation. So just go on, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or my website. And there you'll be able to set up your consultation to see if we're a good fit and if you're right for the program. So let me know if you have any questions. Uh, Dana Palmer Coaching, I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye.